Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We're continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're still in chapter 9, looking at verses 20 through 22, read from the New King James Version. We are uh, embarking with Saul on his the beginning of his ministry in Damascus. Remember, his uh, initial reason for traveling to Damascus was to persecute, to imprison those who preached Christ. And now, that's exactly what he is doing. He is preaching Christ. Let's listen to verses 20 through 22 of Acts chapter 9. Immediately, he preached the Christ in the synagogues that he is the Son of God. Then all who heard him were amazed and said, Is this not he who destroyed those who called on this name in Jerusalem and has come here for that purpose, so that he might bring them bound to the chief priests? But Paul increased all the more in strength, and confounded the Jews who dwelt in Damascus, proving that this Jesus is the Christ. Again, Acts chapter 9, verses 20 through 22, read from the New King James Version. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening and following my podcast, which can be heard almost anywhere podcasts are heard, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. Like and follow at Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Acts chapter 9, verses 20 through 22, read from the New King James Version. I'm sharing almost exclusively from Enduring Word, uh, which is an online commentary. Immediately after um, he was baptized, remember uh, uh, Ananias following the directives of the Holy Spirit of Jesus told him to go find um, Paul uh, go on you know go find him lay his hands on him and once Ananias laid hands on him he um, he was baptized and once he was baptized he was filled with the Holy Spirit so immediately after he preached Christ in the synagogue and remember, um, the people in Damascus were really afraid. They thought, well, maybe he was just a wolf in sheep's clothing, pretending to be a Christian so that he could uh, wreak uh, more havoc on them. But that wasn't the case. Wasn't the case. Saul was truly transformed. He became a new creature which uh, one of the commentary, well, enduring word, I'm sure, said uh, things became new for Paul. He lived the verse before he wrote it, and he wrote it in Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. And that's the same thing that happens with us. Once we accept Christ, things become new for us. Uh, he gives us a whole new lease on life. 
And of course, not to say Christian life is perfect, not to say we have no problems. That's not true. But we have Christ and the Holy Spirit, and we have our Father God who is there with us through everything that we go through. Nothing takes him by surprise. But let me go through the commentaries because I have about three minutes left. So immediately after he was baptized, received the Holy Spirit, he preached Christ in the synagogues. And because Saul was a skilled student of the great rabbi Gamaliel, he took advantage of the synagogue custom that invited any able Jewish man to speak from the scriptures at synagogue meetings. He took advantage of this opportunity immediately, and he preached Christ, plain and simple, that Christ is the Son of God. In the Old Testament, being, the son, being a son of God usually belonged either to Israel in general or to the Davidic line in particular. And many people think when Jesus is called the Son of God, it is a way of saying he is not God, but something less, only the Son of God. But in Jesus' day, everyone knew what that title meant. To be called the Son of something meant you were totally identified with that person. And their identity was your identity. So when Jesus called himself the Son of God, and when others called him that, they knew of what, and understood the claim that, uh, that he was making to his deity. And it also goes on to say on two occasions when Jesus called himself the Son of God, he was accused of blasphemy. And that's in John chapter 5, 17 and 18, and Matthew chapter 26, verses uh, 63 to 65. Everyone knew what Jesus meant in calling himself the Son of God. And everyone knew what Paul meant when he preached that Jesus is the Son of God. To preach that Jesus is the Son of God is also to preach the perfection of his life. And especially the, his work for us on the cross and his work for us continues with his ascension to preach how G God saves us through the work of his son, Jesus Christ. And uh, the people want to know, isn't this the same man who destroyed those who called on the name of Jesus? So they were gen genuinely amazed at Saul's, at, yeah, Saul's conversion because it was hard to believe just how powerfully Jesus had changed his life. Paul um, was proved, proved that this Jesus that he spoke of was the, the Christ because Saul was an expert in Old Testament. He could easily ha see how Jesus was the Messiah promised in the Hebrew scripture. And he was radically transformed and he uses his extensive training and zeal to build up and defend the gospel rather than attack it. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you that just as it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. 
Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And Paul is a perfect example of that. And so are we, Father. We thank you that when we are in you, we are a new creation. We thank you, Father, that all things are passed away. We thank you, God, for that forgiveness that comes once we repent and turn from our wicked ways, our sinful ways, our ways that aren't godly, and turn towards you. We thank you for that. Father, we're praying for those who have the task of um, work or serving in areas where there's so much persecution. And again, we're still praying for Syria and for Turkey. We're praying that um, the Turkish church leaders will uh, arise to replace deported foreign workers, especially in a time such as this. We're praying for those, for those Arabs and Persian ministries working among refugees, and again, especially in times like they're going through right now. We're praying that you will strengthen missionaries facing deportation and guide those who have already been deported. And God, I know with this earthquake, and this is praying for Turkey, I'm sure with this earthquake, we, uh, those, those workers are needed so desperately. So, Father, we're praying that you protect, guide, open doors as only you can. In the name of Jesus, thanking you in advance for answered prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.